Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Welcome back to The Real Down, everybody. What's going on? I'm your host, as usual, Jimmy. Anybody checking us out on YouTube already sees a familiar face. Mr. Dan Perry, welcome back, dude. What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Uh, For anybody that uh, hasn't been uh, following along, uh, Dan has uh, came out of hiding and came back to Paddle and Finn. Not the real down 100%, but he is going to be co-hosting one of our new shows covering the... uh, I don't even know what the official name is. I know it's the Fantasy League, but I don't know if there's a new, like, twisted name for it. I don't know. In Fantasy whatever. But, but yeah, so most of y'all probably uh, caught on to that last night. We had a a live show on that, and then uh, Miss Susie Roloff and Drew Gregory uh, hopped on over to KBN, talked about it with them a little bit, just to let as many folks know about it, but... Yeah, you'll be seeing him again. Uh, Dan's probably going to be hopping in with me some here, too, uh, since Drew's got the new baby and, you know, got all sorts of stuff, getting ready for the big season and everything. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, where you been? Why? How you been? Good. Yeah, man. Just living a dream, doing what I do. Had COVID a couple weeks ago, finally. <laughs> if you hear me coughing, I'm sorry, but uh, still getting over that the lingering cough. Yeah, dude, the lingering effects of it are kind yeah. of annoying. The cough. The headaches, you know, it's kind of stupid. But uh, did everybody in your house get it? Yeah, oh yeah. Like my kid, he was sick today. He, as soon as my wife picked him up, he threw out, threw up in the parking lot because he had a headache. It, yeah, it's it's still 
I mean, we're yeah. past it, but you know, like, yeah, it's just weird how it just a little bit of it sticks with you, you know? Yeah. Well, so, uh, not to start off on the... a bad foot or anything. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I ain't got to talk yeah. to you much, man. I'm, I want to hear how the family's doing, hear what you've been up to. Yeah, well, you, have you done any fishing lately? I think you, you showed us a picture out on the water. How'd that go? Yeah, I went last week and I went to Logan Martin. I, I did okay. I caught a few, no bigs. I mean, Logan Martin's not really a big fish lake, but I just went out there and threw a flat side and did a jig around some docks. I went out for four hours before it started storming and uh, yeah, did okay. Caught a few. Did you, uh, did you hit the lower end or did you go up north? Kind of middle. Uh, middle section, I mean, I, I fish all of it. Seems like the middle section has good fish usually. The lower section has more fish, and the upper section is either like home run or zero. So. I, I haven't got to experience the northern end. Uh, I've been on that lake twice. Got a lot of experience on the middle and the you know so deep southern end of it both times. And when I was there with you for the Bassmaster event, the northern end was moving like 15, 20 miles an hour. I let all y'all have all of that y'all wanted. Yeah, it was about like me and the guy I fished with that day. It was we were moving five miles an hour without pedaling. <laughs> I mean, crazy. seriously, over five miles an hour. But they were, I mean, we in practice, we sacked them up. And then, you know, tournament comes around, they, they open a spill gate. And for some reason, whenever they open that spill gate, I didn't know it, but they, uh, that just totally killed the bite, even though the water looked the same and the current seemed the same and the color was the same and the conditions were the same. It, uh, something about opening that spill gate, just turn them off up there. But yeah, yeah you can hear or zero up front, that up, up north. There, there was a lot of people during that event, Christine Fisher and Russ Snyder's and, uh, you know, there, there were a lot of sticks up there fishing. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, other than that, man, I know uh, we're getting into, you know, seasons are starting to come back around. Local clubs are starting to get ready for, you know, season starting. Some have already started. Uh, yeah. What have you been? I know you do, you know, quite a few things. You mm-hmm. uh, you run a club. Well, you're on a board that yeah. running a club in uh, Birmingham, Iron mm-hmm. City Kayak Anglers. Uh, you follow around traveling fish, some of these tournaments. Uh, well, what all you been getting ready for? What, what you got planned for this year? And my first one coming up is February 12th, the uh, Rattles Trap Tournament on Gunnersville. If anybody's, if you love throwing a trap or, I mean, they sell square bills and medium divers, just named cranks. Um, it's only $50, but I'm staying with the gang gang crew, uh, Sam Cox and and uh, Luke, Luke Turner. Uh, yeah, another staying. one of y'all running around screaming gang gang. Yeah, gang, gang. <laughs> nah. so, like uh, California has a dark, dark, dark horse division. Coleman has gang gang. Uh, so yeah, I'm staying with them knuckleheads. Uh, that should be fun. I, I've like, I've got, I happen to have this special spot on Gunnersville pre-spawn that if, if the water's low and the boats can't get to it, it's like, Oh Lord, it's yeah. Then I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to win, but I mean, I got a damn good chance to win as long as the water's not high. But, you know, you show up and who knows. I've only seen one other. Uh, I have seen one fiberglass boat back there before, which, I mean, you're really risking your lower unit to do that. And I've seen a duck boat, you know, with a go devil on it and uh, or whatever that mud motor is. Yeah, one of the mud, mud motors. Yeah, and every now and then you'll see like a aluminum. I've seen two aluminum boats back there, but 
last year I caught an eight three and like just. I wondered if this was that spot you're talking about. I don't know. And like half an hour, you can catch ninety inches. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. It, it could be good, but it might be too early. And might this be is the right there. This is the first time they're doing the kayak division two this tournament, right? Yeah, and they're this and, is the Bill Lewis Rattle Trap tournament that they yeah. always have on Gunnersville, but this is a kayak division. Yeah, Steve Owens is running, which I mean, if you're Steve runs as what good. What is Steve not running? Yeah, but he, um, you know, he always does a great job with his tournaments. And they one of the cool things at the end, not only is there going to be a pot, like you know, you're fishing for a pot like usual, but then you have to use rattle trap only baits. But there's also going to be a deal at the end where, I think this is right where they're going to take all the boaters, the top three boaters, and the top three kayak guys, and they're going to make the boaters they'll have their own division, but also they're going to measure their fish up and wh- whoever has the biggest stringer out of boats and kayaks wins like a $500 gift card. Sweet. So like an extra side pot, whoever has the longest stringer. So, oh yeah. man. I hope the kayak guys come. Yeah. I, me hope, too. I hope you and like Randall Wallace and some of the gunners will sticks that we know, like Steve-O, some of the John Tennessee Lesley. guys. Yeah. yeah cool. I hope they'll y'all go down there and show out just to make the boat guys look bad. Yeah, you know, nothing that, but love, awesome. but just just be like, hey, respect us. Yeah. It it I mean it depends. It's been so cold that like this this man, a couple of days I've got to go to Raleigh and it's supposed to snow. Like I'm getting alerts on my phone, like uh, it's going to snow. It might interrupt your flight plans, and I already don't want to go. And then I might <laughs> I, I don't want to get stuck in Raleigh. No, nothing against Raleigh, but I'd just rather be at the house than than some you know. In North Carolina, oh, but the yeah, uh, yeah I, the it should be a tournament though. I know it's been cold, but I know that guys have been already catching them on traps out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been listening a little bit and looking at some of the results. I uh, might want to give Adam Riser a call. He come yeah. by and uh, stayed here the other night when it was supposed to snow because he was going out uh, taking a client out on a guide trip on Gunnersville Monday. He didn't want to get he was out there yesterday and today. Yeah, he said that they they called a bunch of them. Yes, yeah. he was on the the show last night, and we were talking to him afterwards, and yeah, he did good. So, heck yeah. Well, uh, so you we got that tournament coming up. Uh, yeah. What are you do? You doing anything on the national level this year? Are you gonna hit any of the Hobies or <clears throat> bass events? Or yeah, well, I'm definitely doing. I'm I've never won AOI. I've gotten close with my local, you know, with Iron City. So this year it looks like it's going to work out to where I could fish all the tournaments. And that's always the problem is I'm, you know, I'm two or three, at least two of them shy usually. So um, this year I'm going to make a run at that. There's some such great anglers. It's, you know, like I won one, one of the events last year. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm definitely doing KFL, you know, that's going to take up part of the season even though it's not that many weeks that'll take up part of my season and then but i have a i have a big gap in between like march february and june to where i could fish the national trails i'm gonna have to i went to a doctor today i'm gonna have to have a sign of surgery so i'll have to that'll put me out probably three weeks but yeah there's definitely a lot of opportunity for two or three and we're going to disney Taking the kid to Disney, spending all that money, you know. But uh, you might we're have to going win a there tournament for... to recoup some money. Yeah, exactly. We're going there <laughs> first week of March, so probably Rattle Trap tournament. F- first week of March, we'll go to Disney, and then surgery, 
So April, May, whatever events are in April, May, or I'll probably fish two natural, two national trails in that time, and maybe one later in the year. Pickwick, you know, I think bass is coming to Pickwick. Or yeah, they're they're coming back, and I think it's around the same time it was last year. Yeah, last year I, you know, I did okay. Pickwick, I mean, bass paid out so many people. I cashed a check, but it's really disappointing because I love Pickwick so much, and I just couldn't get the offshore. Although I love to fish offshore, I couldn't get that offshore bite kind of in the areas I fished. I saw a bunch down there, but just you know, it's it's hard to get on a good. Like, you know, you got to get on a good milk run. And I just wasn't hitting them at the right time. So I, I did okay. And I was fine. But I definitely like some redemption because I, you know, but I love Pickwick so much. I should be able to get it. That, that, that's me too, yeah. man. I, I think I had a chance at it based off my pre-fishing. And then, yeah. you know, I've talked about it before. Just, you know, a couple things didn't work out that were out of my hands on tournament day. But like now I know that there wasn't a lot of folks fighting for that spot in the tournament. Um, and I now know that when we come up to that tournament, I will call that person that was there that was not in the event and make sure they stay away that weekend. But, uh, I definitely want to, and it's one of those things I think I'm going to gamble with. I kind of want to try and make it work there just because I know that it has the potential. I I 100% think that spot could have at least top five, top 10 to that tournament if it hadn't got beat on the night before by non-competitors. So I kind of want to see if it'll, and that spot's like historically good. So I think there'd be a chance at it. And there was a, you know, like I found something at the end of the day, that was the first tournament that ever I wished I had a motor. Cause you know, Iron City, my local, and until this year, until 2022, no local, nobody in Alabama allowed motors. So down here, motors just aren't, they're just not as prevalent as yeah, they are in the yeah. Midwest and North and things like that. But that was the first tournament because I did figure out something towards the end of the day that I think if I could have had a motor and just, I mean, I have a fast kayak, I have a Predator. Um, you know, I love my kayak, but I just could, even though it's fast, I just couldn't cover enough water. And I just, I gave it everything I had. And when, Well, and you like, you went yeah. so long the day before. Like I remember yeah. when you pre-fished, man, you came in like limping, knees swole up. You know, you had covered some water, so I mean, you. I feel like you were already at a disadvantage going into the next day, bro. I am, I am not a skinny guy, but I absolutely get it. Like I ran cross country <laughs> in high school. Like I'm, I'm not a sprinter, but I am absolutely long distance guy, and I, you know, I just, I can get after it pretty good. For sure. But at some point, you know, you can only cover so much water, even if I'm going four miles an hour and I'm absolute, I go 12 miles a day, 15 miles a day, whatever it is. It just, you know, sometimes it's just not enough in that day. I even changed spots at the end of the day and went and caught 18. I drove like 45 minutes to the under the end of the lake and caught a 15 just to give me my fifth fish, but an 18 to get my fifth fish. I think my biggest fish that day, but you know, if I would have had a motor, I could have definitely covered a lot more water. And, oh, yeah. Know, with what I figured out, done better. But, you know. I definitely wish I'd had one, man. I ended up, my area is close to a couple of offshore spots, too. I mean, close enough that you can spend 20, 30 minutes, get out there in the middle of the lake on some of those ledges and stuff. Right. And I don't know if you remember, it was hot that day. Like, yeah. stupid hot. And oh, I, yeah. I left I the uh, safety of my shaded area and crossed the lake. And like when I was 
figured out that I couldn't make that offshore bite work. I was trying to come back. It was like getting lightheaded and like I could only go two, three minutes, have to stop. And I was like, oh, great. This is what, you know, this is like heat exhaustion is what this is. Yeah. And I just, after that, that was at like 1130. After that, that drained you so bad. I just didn't care anymore. I mean, I was still fishing, but I mean, who knows how many opportunities I could have had if I was like actually focused still, yeah. you know, but that's whatever. That's the past. I'm looking for redemption, like you said, this year, man. I can't wait to get back over there on Pickwick. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to do much local stuff this year. Uh, you know, they're, uh, our trail's dabbling going up to Tennessee to fish with Steve-O's group at yeah, uh, Chickamauga. TBK. Yeah. may do that one. Um, but, yeah, uh, you, you mentioned uh, the KFL stuff. For uh, If we've got any new listeners to this, getting into the tournament scene, which I know we do because I've had a bunch of messages and stuff. You know, folks curious about how it works on the local level, even, you know, national stuff. Uh, if they don't know about what KFL is, because it's still relatively new, this is only the second year uh, coming up. And uh, give us a rundown on that and like what you're doing with it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline all that good stuff. Yeah. I think this year it's a last in 2021, it was 17 teams this year. It went up to, I think 26 or 28. We've got, uh, there's a few different, there's two to think of it like the NFL. That's how it's ran. The playoffs are ran the same way. So there's a North and a South NFC, AFC there's, and for KFL it's North and South and there's different divisions, like four divisions in each one. So you're, like I'm in the Southeast division, which is us Southern Slayers, which is like a Alabama, Tennessee, a- Alabama, Georgia team, um, Alabama Hammers, who we were on last year, but this year, me and Colin McGowan made our own team, Coosa Kingfishers. So that's three. You got two Florida teams, the Sunshine State Swamp Donkeys, Florida Copperheads, um, yeah, South Carolina Punishers or Palmetto Punishers. And then North Carolina Tar Heels, I, I think we're in it too, in our division. But you play the people in your division, and whoever comes out on top, whoever has the best record at the end, kind of gets one week off, a bye week, and then the championship's going to be on Chickamauga, where the North and the champions from the North and South play each other. Last year, we got top four. There's not like a third or a fourth. It's just like top yeah. four. Uh, we, we lost to uh, Lone Star Bandits in Texas where we did great. We had like 200 inches because it's top 10 fish for a team. Anybody can catch them on your team. One person can catch all 10 or one person can catch zero. Uh, Top 10 fish stringer from your day, from your four people. So your team 
so let me back up a little bit. Your team can have eight people, four people play each week. So you have starters and people on the bench for that week. And it can be decided however you want. The, the people who run the team, they decide. A lot of times it's going to be availability. Like, um, like we have Jordan Marshall on our team, and he, like, he might have to go fish a Hobie because he wants to defend his AOY title. So he's going to stay. He wouldn't fish that week. So we would put in somebody else. So a lot of times avail availability, but it might be like if we're going to Florida and we have grass guys on the team, then we're going yeah. to send people who specialize who are better at grass. If we have somebody who's better at creeks and rivers and moving water, then we would send them to like, let's say we're playing against West Virginia, the Appalachian anglers. If we were going against them, then we would send them to that. So yeah, you could have a well-rounded team of eight people and then, you play four people a week. You play – it's four home games, four away, and whoever's on top at the end of the year wins, like, I think they're going to get, like, $40,000 as first place this year. So, yeah, there's three Bells Outfitters stepped up, and uh, I think there's some – I'm not sure if they've all been announced, but I know there's some other big companies that are putting in a lot of money this year. So, yeah, forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 is to be – be, be to the winning team it's only fifteen hundred dollars a team sign up so yeah the payout so is that fifteen hundred dollars go towards it as well yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's so, part of it as well so yeah I'd, I'd way over a hundred percent payback and yeah you get i guess kind of the benefit of it is if you're really good at getting sponsors it's easier to get sponsors as a team than it is a person for most of us if you're you know christine fisher you know people who are really good at getting sponsors and high-end paying sponsors. But for most of us, we're on discount. Like, you know, like I have two or three sponsors who I stay with and I, I work with them, but they're not paying me. And that, and that's okay. You know, I, I work with them. I feel like I, I get a good deal and I'm getting, I'm giving them value and I'm giving them, they're giving me good value. I'll give them good return, but I'm not, you know, I work. <laughs> I'm not Christine right. Fisher out on the road fishing every tournament. So, you know, so obviously I should not be getting paid like she should. So, but whenever you're a team and you have eight people on your team, as long as there's not conflicting things, like uh, one of our sponsors dug out bait and tackle and they're awesome. But I personally have Summerland Outdoors. That's a shop that, that I'm with. So I'm the only person on my team who, has a conflict with that. So that's why I think Coley, uh, Jordan, no, we have a few different people on the team who are already sponsored by dugout. So it was a good fit because we have anglers from their team and I was the only one that wouldn't. So although I can't post stuff for them, our team account can plus seven other people. So people, it's, it's really just a better value for companies, I think. And maybe that's why it's better, easier to get sponsors as a team than it is a person. So yeah, we've, we've been lucky enough. Or I work for Ram tool. I, I'm a buyer. I buy a bunch of construction stuff. It's like, a, I mean, I'll shout them out right now, but a Ram tools construction supply company. They they're based here in Birmingham and it's kind of like Lowe's except for commercial. So yeah. a regular person can't have an account and go into Ram. We have 46 stores all across the Midwest and South. But a company, if you're a plumber, electrician, you go on a ram tool and you order some stuff and I buy stuff for them. Well, they're nice enough that they're going to be our uh, title sponsor this year. So they paid for our entry fee. 
or $1,500. Plus we have Doug out and some other sponsors as well. So uh, yeah, we have some money that's going, not only do we not have to pay entry fee as anglers, but we also have some of our expenses paid for housing and things like that. Whenever we do have to go fish those four away games and some uh, playoff games, hopefully, if we make that for our Lord willing. Um, yeah, so it's it's really good. Like I'm, you know, it's helping me to fish and have an opportunity and make a lot of money, and not yeah, after sure. Yeah, I not was just about to say, interest. you know, with that with that kind of support in it, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be something that could probably interest me in the future, just because, you know, you get a part of a team or like let's say just like hypothetically like let's say a spot opened up on your team and you were like hey do you want to do this and i could be like yeah well, you've already got that so it's making fishing easier for me yeah. and making it affordable because like i'm like you man i work you know and i run my own business and it, it's great most of the time but sometimes you just have to be you know, there i can't yeah. just always throw throw it down no that, that's a uh, that's really cool i you but know, there's I, like there, there, there's some other teams like uh, if you look at Derek Brennell, him and Matthew Connett's team, they Massachusetts Mullers. Not only did they win first place last year, but they they have so much money in uh, sponsor money this year that they're paying their anglers to fish each week. So wow, yeah, they're actually getting money to go fish every week. So us, we don't we have enough money to help with some of the housing and we still have to pay some, but we have a formula to where the people who are, and this is obviously up to each team, how they want to spend their money. But we have a formula to where the people who fish the most and put out the most money are also potentially going to get the most back in winnings at the end of the year, if we were to win some money. So we, we, we were not keeping any money, me and Coley, and we've shown all of our guys, this is how we're going to pay you out. We're very upfront with all the money that we have. And uh, yeah, that's how, how we've decided to do it. But there's some other teams that are able to pay their anglers each week that they fish. So that's that's pretty crazy. No, that is. Yeah. So no, no matter what, you have an opportunity to win a bunch of money at the end of the year, but you're actually getting paid to fish. And that's there's not too many kayak anglers who can actually say that. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's new. Uh, yeah. You know, it it's, seems to pique my interest a little more each time uh definitely wasn't when you first you know asked me about it you know wanted to know if i wanted to be part of it yeah. definitely just didn't seem like it's my cup of tea but you know as things change uh, like i don't think i could ever be in a position to do kayak fishing serious enough to get to i mean you look at guys that are years ahead of me now you're russ christine jody all these people yeah. that have tons and tons and years of experience like even if i was to get to that overnight you know i'm still so behind the curve have so many other obligations you know it's just like that's why you know it's a always a big hats off to guys you see in the boat circuit the guys that are chasing the opens and stuff like that sure some of those guys get a little bit of sponsor sponsor backing and stuff like that but i mean you hear the the stories man how much tournaments cost you know one derby for only elite levels like five grand in entry fees it's two thousand dollars in gas um it just that's the boat gas for the tournament and then you got the travel expenses and the house and it's just and a lot of these guys like i'm going back to the opens and you know stuff like that i mean most of these guys still have jobs you know yeah. they're some of them are playing with having really good amounts of pto and some of them you know you're just hoping that you can cash a check to make up the money you're missing at work yeah and it's 
That's it's just true. right there. turns me off of, I love this and it would be cool to do it for a living. That's not what I would want to do this in this industry for a living. It would be cooler to do it from a side like Drew was doing like TV or, you know, a successful YouTube channel or marketing for a company or something that interests me way more, but something like KFL, like you're talking about, maybe, you know, if, as that grows a little bit and interest comes up, maybe joining the team might make sense. Even if it's just so I don't have to pay to fish, you know, <coughs> really cool. And, and, and I, I would say that, and that's probably one of the biggest digs on it where, and, and it's, you know, very fair. If you look at me in my situation, I love, man, I love where I live. I love my family. I'm just not going to be a road warrior. Uh, the reality for me is I want to fish as much as I can. I take it as seriously as I can. I think whenever I go out, I can compete with anybody. Um, you know, some of my national level stuff hasn't shown that, but I, I truly feel that in my heart and I, and I do it locally and I, you know, I, I've done well. I've done well out of a boat. I've done well out of a kayak. But the dude, I'm never going to be the guy on the road. I'm never going to be Christine, Jody, Cody, Eric. You know, all these people that are doing it every weekend. That that's not me. So for reality, the reality for me is, I fish my local stuff. I help run that. I help organize it, and I get to do. I go out and do some national stuff every now and then. But the KFL gives me the opportunity to lessen my expenses, to be able to get to do my hobby. I'm having some of my expenses paid. And yeah. we're, last year we got third slash fourth place and we won some money. That's awesome. And it's the best time I've ever had fishing. And I learned, I'm, I'm not trying to hype up KFL. That's, it's what I enjoyed. I enjoyed it last year. So we're trying it again this year. So I'm, I'm not trying to sell anybody on it. I'm, I'm truly not. I can say for me, the guys I fished with, like are really good at like creek fishing or they're really good at things that I'm not. So getting to hear somebody say exactly what's going on on the same body of water, the same day, the same, what they're doing differently, they're having success and I'm not. It's not like you came back to the house after a day of, of a tournament and your buddy's kind of, kind of telling you most of the truth, but maybe not all the truth. Cause you got day two coming. This is, people at the same time telling you exactly what's going on because they want you to be successful and dude team dynamic yeah yeah it's, it's like light bulbs you're like oh man how did i mess that bite or how did you know maybe i'm on something they're not or it's man i learned so much last year from people that are excellent anglers it was a huge growth opportunity for me fishing so yeah that, that not only did i have fun i learned probably more than I ever had fishing before in one season. You know, that's kind of the same reason that I'm doing, me and Brian are kind of attacking it together this year. You know, Brian's a, a great angler by himself. Yeah. I mean, Brian's one of these guys that, I mean, all of y'all know him for the podcast and, you know, he's he, a funny he guy. No, oh, man, Brian's good, a good yeah. angler. And he showed it. I mean, he cashed checks in the uh, pro series with KBF when they did the FLW or whatever that thing was called. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, yeah, like Brian, Brian's a good angler, so it's not helping. It's probably not benefiting him us doing it together as much as it's benefiting me to, you know, it, it always helps me to have ping off of people, you know, like not necessarily like have a game plan together and attack, but like we each will have our own game plan 
but being able to like me and him were talking today talking about the weather like me and you were talking about and i was like man this is if this throws them in a, a weird you know funky transition stage i was like it's gonna mess up like my confidence in what i know and he's like well i can show you what to look for if we get down there and that's the deal you know i can show you you know this is where they go when this happens and this you know i don't know it's just like you're talking about the team dynamic and learning a lot this is going to help me versus I, I love being in a house with people uh me and you shared a house it was really fun and that was probably my best house experience because we were yeah, all just so it chill. chill yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a bunch of old men just fishing it was fantastic nobody was hyped up really we had a great time i partied my 10 years in the military i, I don't need any more you know going out and drinking the night before a tournament that's i mean i, well, I went I'm, out drinking but it wasn't that. like we didn't bring it back to the house and go crazy yeah and you know none of us seemed to be in each other's heads everybody was talking to each other about what was going on how we were doing like we were trying to help frank out because frank was working and couldn't free fish yeah. and uh you know, in, in Texas, you know, you got the head games in the house. Like you said, how much of the truth is he telling you, you know, uh, oh, yes. he's completely lying. To, and that just messes with me. And yeah. so doing uh, it like, like this, uh, I think will be good. Doc talk, doc talk is bad and you can't catch somebody else's fish. So if they're giving you information and it doesn't jive with how you fish, it hurts you. But having people that you trust and actually talking to them and being open with them, I think I think most of the great anglers that are out there, you know, making money doing this, whether it's pro level or kayak level or pro kayak anglers, PKAs, uh, I, I think everybody, those people usually have a good circle of people that they really trust and can talk to. And and uh, th- I think that's just kind of built in whenever you're on, you're on a KFL team. Yeah. And that, you know, that's something I hope to 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 get to do more of is you know find those like like you've talked about it before about like uh oh my lord is it chuck that's your fishing buddy around mm-hmm. like local yeah. you know i'm i'm Ch- hoping shout to, out chuck was yeah but uh, I'm, I'm hoping to get back into that where you know like like this year with me and brian you know we're gonna attack the same tournaments you know that way we know each other we know you know how each other is at the house you know you can work off of each other. He fishes one style. I fish completely different so we can kind of feed off of it. I, I'd like to expand on that in the future, you know, maybe, like maybe next year we have like a four or five person paddle and fin house or something like that, you know, get, get doo to come up. Cause doo a hammer just about oh, everywhere. Yeah. He's on the water. Yeah, um, y'all should be lucky. He doesn't just fish fresh water. Cause everybody <laughs> would be in trouble. That everybody so would be. I think that he is probably, from the freshwater side one of the names that's underrated in texas everybody knows he's a hammer at saltwater but yeah. i promise you he could he can just swap lures and do the same thing with freshwater fish man he's yeah. killer yeah, yeah, he's, he he's cool definitely one of the most underrated anglers at like in in the country that if i'll he tell you this right now he's probably one of the best marketing anglers i've ever seen oh My man man's sponsored by a dealership like he cool is jerseys, <laughs> new truck and, Speaking of, speaking of him, Dustin, he is sponsored by Three Bills, who's sponsoring KFL. They're in New England. And I mean, they ship kayaks out. They're nationwide, and they're they're an online dealer. But he's in Texas, sponsored by a New England company. That's you know, that's pretty hard. Like that's how good he is. But any company, I'm I'm not 
that's not a neg that's not a negative or a dig. I'm saying that any company that could get he's on Torquedo, Jack, he's a regional team manager for Jackson. Anybody that can get Dustin Nichols on your team, like you should have him <laughs> on your team he because is he is asset. amazing. Yeah, same Brad Hicks. There's a lot of lot of guys who are I don't even know how they get Smitty's shots. They're so good at I photography. Was just about to say, Dustin's photography, because he showed me some oh, of his dude. stuff when he came to Del Hollow. Because I thought he had help on. I mean, he does occasionally. No, he like has a stick and. Yeah, he, a yeah, lot of his does. shots that looks like a so photographer good. took is him yeah. his setup taking it for. Him. I mean, and Brad is the same way, man. Brad Hicks, uh, yeah. shout out to Brad over there at the uh, final cast. You know, he is a he doesn't take it as serious. But he is a phenomenal river angler. Yeah. He catches smallies all year in the river. And he's another one that if you have him on your team, he's yeah, going to be the guy that gives you the content. best coverage. Yeah. Great content. And he has content like he backlogs content. I remember he told me one time we were talking about it because I was trying to get a couple tips on it. And this is in like March or April last year. And he said that he had enough backlogged content that he could not fish the rest of the year and still post on the same pace that he was posting. And that's a, I mean, that's a few times a week. So crazy. Yeah. That, that's two people that if you're, if you want to look at two people and see who's doing it right on the photography side, I mean, uh, JD DeRozier, I mean, oh yeah, that, yeah, there's a lot of people out here. They're doing it right. But two of our paddling thing guys, Brad and Dustin, they, they know what they're doing. Dude, he's the man. Yeah, also really catch is. out their shows so you heard me say at the final cast is brad a little yeah. gear review and go chasing check out tide. chasing the tide with uh dustin nichols for all you saltwater anglers that's that's a rabbit hole i can't get in because i can't afford another hobby i I'm really from, want to but i'm from the coast and man they, they just have better fish than in texas than they do in mississippi because the fish down mississippi gulf coast it's terrible in comparison <laughs> like we drive to louisiana or we go so far south like I, my dad has, I grew up fishing saltwater out of a bay boat. We would go straight south and uh, we would go so far south that we would be in Louisiana, you know, because the, the boot of Louisiana is yeah. below Mississippi. So eventually we're just down there in a 17, you know, we're 22 miles out in a 17 foot bay boat and we're, <laughs> we end up in Louisiana. So, yeah. That's awesome. That was, was scary too. Well, uh, I've seen we things. Give us a, uh, just because I mentioned at the beginning, for anybody that hasn't caught it, you know, give us a little rundown of the uh, the Fantasy League stuff that, it's a, that, you know, it's Drew and Ken's child that Paddle and Finn's taken over. Uh, give us just a rundown of, you know, what it is and how it works. And, of course, everybody listening or watching, if you want to get all the details, you can go back to that show. But here, here's just a little teaser. Yeah, there, there were KBN. They were both good shows. I listened to them both. Um but really, if you did kayak fit and, and you want to do it soon or you're going to be behind uh, because in two weeks you got Kissimmee, the whole KFL trail, KBF trail, day one, two, and the 10 and Timitation, I guess it's Timitation. Yeah, yeah. Ten, it's day one, day two, Timitational is going on at the same time and the 10. And the, the Pro Series is going on too. I don't really yeah, think. Pro Series on top. Yeah. I, I don't know how that would work with y'all's fantasy setup. Because yeah, but all of them are – so uh, what it is, last year it was set it and forget it. You set a KFL uh, uh, fantasy team, and that was your team for all year. Uh, Adam Riser actually won, and he's going to get like a Pelican 
he's going to get a bunch of prizes from Drew and uh, Pelican and uh, Mossy Oak Fishing. He's about to get a whole a big giant prize pack. And we're also going to do prizes this year. At the end of each quarter, people who, who did the best, I think it's top three at the end of each quarter, and people at the end of the year overall are also going to win prizes from Pelican. Uh, so they make the like the coolers and the cases and things like that. Pelican is as good as it gets. We can, that Yeti stuff's nice, but I'd rather have a Pelican. And um, <clears throat> now, yeah, Gadget, you know, we're on the team, but they're, they're going to put up some stuff. In, and we're still trying to get some other sponsors to put up some stuff as well. But what it is this year is every single week, there's going to be four quarters. And we, we can look at the dates and all that, but you can go to paddling fin slash forward slash fantasy and you can look at it there. And that's there's a link to sign up on Fantasizer. But every week, you're going to have a different team. So you'll get it's kind of like daily DFS if you're into uh, fantasy football, things like that, fantasy baseball, where you have a certain amount of money. All these anglers are worth a certain amount and you build your team and whenever you run out of money, you run out. So I think you get 50,000 like Guillermo this year, he won 70,000, all of it's based on money. So last, and you can go back and look how everybody did last year and there's a big spreadsheet. You can look at that, but uh, like Guillermo, he won $70,000 last year. So I think his cost is 25,000. He was number one angler of the year money wise. So he's twenty five thousand. So that that would all, if you have fifty thousand, a fifty thousand dollar budget, then you only you spent half your budget on the best angler from last year. So there you go. But instead of doing it one time a year and you just set your team every week, you're going to get points. So I think Friday night at ten o'clock, your team's going to lock, and then through the weekend that tournament, you'll get your points from that, and then on Tuesday it'll open back up. And then you can get your team for the next week. So, um, you know, so every week there's not a lot of whole, not a lot of overlapping weeks, but you can go on Fishing Chaos for this uh, KBF event. You can go in there. You can see all the people that's fishing and choose five people from Fantasy Fishing, put them on your team, and you're locked in for that week. You take those points. You go in next week, and you do it over and over and over. And then at the end of the quarter and end of the year, boom. You get prizes. So, yep. I mean, who doesn't like free stuff? It's yeah, cool. Exactly. It's, I love free stuff. And I am eligible. So, I'm just saying, I am doing the fantasy team, but I'm going to win me a cooler. So, y'all bitches best really be trying because <laughs> I'm going to, I, I need a cooler and I'm going to get me one of the Pelican coolers. So, that's see, cool. I had no interest in it because I don't fantasy football. I've done fantasy no, I do. Yeah. one time and it wasn't the full fantasy like player picking. It was the uh, NHL playoffs. Uh, buddies of mine asked me if I wanted to join in. I hopped in. I had. I'm trying to remember. I can't. I, I'm. I know I won our group, but I came in a hundred and eleventh out of like one million three hundred thousand participants. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, not top one hundred, but a million plus people. Yeah. Uh. So, I I mean, it's fun. I have two fantasy leagues this year, and I got second in both. Which, <sighs> yeah, but, but uh, the... yeah, they're good. But it's if if you've done Bassmaster before, it's kind of the same thing, except they only have eight events, and theirs is just you pick people from each tier. So it'd be like A group, B group, depend on yeah. how's who's doing the best that year. And we're going to do the same thing after each quarter. We're going to reevaluate 
the prices on people. So let's say Guillermo. I mean, I, I hope the guy has a great season. Well, I, I'm not going to say any person because I don't want to jinx anybody. So if somebody, well, Brad, uh, Brad Case, he got hurt. So he's not going to be fishing for a while. So maybe going into a second quarter, we'll drop him down from where he's at because he had a great year last year. But his first quarter he was out, so we'll probably drop him down a little bit to make him more, you know, affordable. Yeah, more affordable. And so see, the, the, these new new little things that y'all are doing with it's what's piqued my interest because, you know, I didn't want to pick four guys and hold them all year, five, you know, so well, you think you could have up to six or something like that, yeah. you know, depending on how you spent your money. And you, you um, can't have less people. So if you want, like, instead of having a whole six people, you can, if you think three, you want Guillermo, Christine, and somebody else, then you can just pick three people. So if you think they're locked in to win money, then you just chose, like with this KBF, uh, the KBF event on Kissimmee, Wes Snyder's had a great tournament last year and he's in the 10. So that would, and then that would be, some, if you want, yeah. If you think me, he's getting locked, yeah. he is locked in the 10. He's going to win money. Right. So, uh, yeah. So strategically, that's what I was getting at. You know, like uh, for example, for this event, you know, he's, he's a good pick. He's going to be one of your more expensive picks because he, he did pretty good last year. So he's he flipped be his boat early. and still won. Yeah. That guy's so ridiculous. He, he He's on a different level, yeah. but like, Looking at it strategically, things you could think about would be uh, Josh Stewart. Mm-hmm. Josh Stewart didn't have a, you know, a killer year last year, so I don't know what he costs, but he's probably, you know, cheaper than the very top, you know, twenty thousand dollar yeah. anglers. He's in the ten house again, and he always seems to do good in Florida. And so, I mean, you could figure with a cold front supposed to be coming through during the tournament, Cinco guy. I mean, yeah, this is the place that the Cinco makes money. And I mean, and he is the Cinco guy, you know, so, but that, this, that's the kind of stuff I was getting at, man. It's got me kind of interested. I think I'm going to sign up for it and uh, just, just play with it. You know, I think it'll be cool to see how it looks at the end of the year this year versus at, I mean, Adam, I don't, I'm not saying this will take Adam out of it. You know, Adam won it all last year. Adam might be somebody tough to beat again this year because now he gets he knows a lot of these people on a very close personal level and he knows where all these people are really good at. So he's going to play that to his advantage. His team's going to be swapping up a lot. So I, I, I think some of it too is just going to be like if you don't change your team, your team will stay the same. But it's going to be following up every week and seeing who, okay, this week it's KBF, this week it's Hobie who's going into tourney X and seeing who's actually fishing. And and it's what it's going to do. It's going to bring a lot of traffic to people's accounts, like oh, uh, yeah. to your social media, like Russ Snyder, or let's say who's somebody who posts a lot, like um, we'll, we'll say Jimmy McClarkin. He's in the 10 this year. You can follow him. And on Friday, you're like, he's been on him in practice. I, I got to pick him. He's my guy. So, yeah, I, I think for a lot of people, it's going to be a boon on social media because you're going to be you're going to have more hits. People following your social media if they're really getting into the kayak fishing. So and uh, Drew said last night that one thing we hadn't really thought about is that might push people to put more stuff out on social media and it might push people to sign up sooner for tournaments because, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get more people if somebody is. I can't wait till Friday to sign up for a tournament, you know, to sign up for fantasy fishing. I'm on Monday. 
you know, I want to go ahead and knock my fancy fishing out this week. If you're not signed up by Monday, you know, it'll make people want to sign up earlier. Yeah. It's, I don't want to say incentive, but it's kind of like motivation for the trails. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great for the trails. You know, I, I have never had a problem with the cutoff dates with registration for that reason. Now, I mean, I think basses was a little extreme there in the beginning, but you know, few days I've always been been cool with that. But yeah, I can't I can't wait to like even if I decide not to do one, just because for the same reason you just said, keep you it up. You gotta do one. Yeah, I might just try to wing it. Pick my team and leave it. And You're on the reel down, dude. You, you talk to these people all the time. You've got as much. I really do have a really good head about, like, because I was thinking about it, like, same reason you just said. I was like, man, there's no reason I shouldn't. I talk to a lot of these folks. I know who's good where and when. Like, just every these every, people for two years. Yeah. And <laughs> and also, we're going to have the show where, uh, you know, we're, it's if you're doing the after show where uh, you're talking about. <clears throat> Sorry, if if you're going to do a show after when people have won a tournament on our show, we're going to do a kayak fancy league show every other week where we're going to be talking. It's kind of going to be a preview. So uh, let's say we were doing one tonight and it was about the next tournaments coming up to KBF on Kissimmee. Then we would say, you know, then we would be talking to people who are going to be fishing that event, how we think it's going to play what kind of anglers you should choose for your team. And I mean, it's a little bit different down in Florida, but if you're going to Gunnersville in the summer, it could be the grass guys, the Creek guys, the offshore guys, you know, like which pattern do you think is going to play the most, you know, so we're going to be kind of previewing a lot of tournaments. So that'll be fun too. No, that's great. It's cool that there's a, a reason and a way to do it now, because I know people have asked me if the real down could do that. And it's kind of hard when you know before the fantasy thing because you you know what tournaments are coming up you have a general idea of who's fishing but it just always seemed kind of not natural for me when i tried because i tried thinking up one of those shows once and i I just couldn't in my head make it work to make it interesting but with the fantasy side of it pushing that it definitely i think it'll you know be one of those things that's again naturally just really good little pre-show so you'll you hit y'all show for the pre-show and then hit ours for the post-show. Uh, Brian said it last night, you know, uh, y'all will be having on or inviting on the, the person or people who have their, you know, good fantasy team going. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you, know. you, you cannot even let, – let's say somebody's wife, like, uh, you know, let's say my wife, because she did get 10th last year. I picked the team. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she, she got 10th. So she might come on the show – this year she might get more into it, pick a team, and then be asked to come on paddle and finch hope because she, you know, she had the best team of the quarter. So that that'll be fun too, you know. Mrs. So Gary, why why how did you make your picks? Yeah. I chose the most handsome guys. <laughs> I hope she didn't hear that. That was not her at all. Sorry, <laughs> babe. Oh man. Well, heck yeah. Well, cool stuff coming up. We yeah. are we're getting close to getting the tournament season kicked off. I know I'm excited to get down and, you know, get out of, get out of Alabama, get out of this cold weather for a little bit, Yeah, uh, sure. go fish in new place. Never been to Florida for bass fishing. Um, I'm it's, flirting it's, around. It's heaven. Hey, you love Gunnersville. You'll dude. Yeah. Oh, I it's mean, so much fun. 
some of my favorite anglers I like to watch, like Scott Martin and stuff like that, you know, because of the grass, the punching, stuff like that. Yeah. It's always Florida. So for me, I'm kind of glad that Lake Fork didn't work out for us. You know, we were looking at Lake Fork like, you know, water's down, you know, ramps are going to be out of play. And we were really trying to make that work in our head. And Brian was like, man, I just don't know if I want to drive 18 hours down there, come back and go back in like three weeks for the Harris chain event or a month or whatever it is. And then one night he just texted me and was like, F it, let's just go to Kissimmee. And I was like, yes, let's just go to Kissimmee. <laughs> but uh, I, I've, I've, you know, I've told the wife, maybe, uh, maybe it goes well. My, my goal is, you know, top 25% of the fields, like goal one. Well, you know, goal one, get a bite. Goal two, find a pattern. Uh, top 25% of the field uh, in the trail, I'm not eligible for the Timitational or anything like that. Uh, I want that to happen, but I was telling my wife, if I screw up and cash a decent check there, I am not coming straight home. I am going to head to the Keys, and I want to catch a peacock bass. It has been on my list forever. I want to do it. Holler at uh, N- Nicholas Beltran down there. That's what everybody said. Everybody was like, hit up Nicholas Beltran. He can help with that. Yeah. I'll so, say. yeah. That's... Oh, man, they're probably not that hard to catch. I mean, you just go down there and get in them canals. And I watched videos of guys catching them in the canals off of, actually, it was Chad Hoover's video. They were catching them standing on the side of the road over the canals. And I've I mean, I don't even have to catch a huge one. Yeah. I just want to catch one. Like, yeah, the two oh, yeah, species dude, that too. are dominant down there. I just want to catch them. Yeah. And uh, that, that the Mayan cichlid is that what it is the black one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the what do they call the other one? It's like a I can't remember. I'll say it wrong, but you know, real beautiful fish. That apparently they fight like per pound. You know, way way stronger than you know a traditional bass. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe like that's what I really hope that happens. I hope to to cash a check big enough, I can decide to come back a day or two late, take that three or four hour extra drive down to the keys. Even if I just drive down there, stand on the side of the road, catch, catch one off the side of the road, just to, you know, got it off the list and then head home. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I want to do, I want to catch a peacock too. That'd be good. Yeah. I would love to, I think it was Hobie worlds went to Brazil. Mm. They went, May not have been Hobie Worlds. I can't remember. There was a kayak tournament in Brazil somewhere just for peacock bass. Uh-huh. And they were catching, you know, the the big peacock yeah. bass. And I was like, oh, man, I want to do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll see. You know, uh, back to what I was saying, you know, the year's getting getting kicked off right. We've got KFL, KBF, Hobie. Everybody's getting ready to get started. Uh you know, paddle, paddling fins going to be down there on Del Hollow with uh, Central Tennessee Kayak Anglers helping them out with an event. I'll be there for that too. Yeah. Same. Uh, come down and hang out with me and Dan. Uh, show us a few spots out there. Uh, that'd be greatly appreciated. I don't know. I'm probably going to follow Riser around this time. I'm, I'm drinking this time. Last time I got too serious and I was going to win the tournament so bad, I didn't have any fun. And at y'all all, you know, everybody got lit and had got to party and i was asleep at like eight o'clock like a loser so oh dude i did i didn't know I'm you fun this time. Were, me and you shot a smacked around a ping pong had a good time yeah. five minutes later couldn't find dan dan was already asleep getting ready for a tournament yeah, but uh I'm hardcore <laughs> not i'm not even fishing a tournament i'm just going to have fun yeah i don't i don't think i'll sign up for the tournament uh yeah. i did say that our goal my goal this year was the 
two or three times we've been down there, I always fished around the marina just because it's convenient because my boat's already there. You know, you paddle in and go eat and get a beer. I'm going to like cross Del Hollow, like force myself to make that extra hour drive just to go try some of the better parts of Del Hollow out for once. I'd I like found, I, I found a great area. We'll, we'll go fish. I, sure. I found a great area. Whenever I went, I, I found them. It's a, you know, I did okay in the tournament, but yeah, I found the fish, man. I can't, was that the tournament riser one? Mm-hmm. Was that the yeah. same year? Yeah. yeah him and, uh, they, they were his buddy uh, from California. Yeah. They, they were strolling a crankbait in 40 feet. Yeah. Didn't see line. that one coming, but yeah. Yeah. No, no one did. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. A lot of cool stuff happening this year. We're going to keep you with us along the way. Uh, Everybody be sure to tune in to all of our great shows. Catch the reel down every Wednesday morning, uh, you know, on all the podcast network, uh, all the podcast hosting networks, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Check us out on YouTube and Facebook, Instagram, all that great jazz. Uh, again, welcome back, Dan. He's over there, pointing the wrong way. Um, make sure y'all check out that new fantasy show that's going to be popping up, and I'm sure we'll, we'll see Dano back over here uh, covering some tournaments with me because – I don't know. Me and you just do it good. Sounds good, man. Heck yeah. We got anything you want to say, man? Anybody you want to shout out real quick? Yeah. That, thanks for having me on. I'll shout my guys out of uh, Summerland Outdoors in Columbus, Georgia. If you need, especially rods, they start out as a rod shop. So if you need a rod, I, you need to go on there. If you can't find it anywhere else, tack a warehouse, dug out, wherever you're looking, check out Summerland Outdoors. Cause they probably have it. They've got kayaks. They, it's, it's like Hobie, Old Town, Jackson, and some of the more budgets, uh, like Three Fish, stuff like that. Um, yeah, great store, good people to do business with. Exxon uh, Lures, you can see them behind me. Like I've, last year I kind of fought, this is my second year being with them, last year I kind of fought some of the baits, because you know you have your old favorites. And this year, if you look at my soft plastic tub, it's like almost all Exxon. I've got just a couple of things, so Leah, like I'm 95% excellent this year. So I truly do love their stuff. Cross float. So, I mean, that's, that to me is a big deal. It's good enough for Brandon Polinick. It's good enough for me. Although they put his name on the bags. No, his face on the bags, not mine. Uh, I, You're I didn't it. talk to somebody about that. And uh, yeah. And, and yeah, gadget. Appreciate them too. And by, by, you know, power, my batteries, they make the best batteries. I don't care what anybody else says. Yeah, no, I, I I will always think I've used quite a few of them. You know a bunch of people that's tried a bunch of the ones that I don't, and Bioinno is top notch. Uh, love their stuff. If if somebody is making a warranty longer than they've been a company, don't believe the warranty people. Like, oh, they got a fifteen year warranty. They got to be the best. They ain't been a company, but for two years, how do they know? How long their battery is going to last? I'm, I'm yeah, just saying, like that. Control yeah, group that, formula is all that is. It's garbage. Same thing they did with LED light bulbs. Not going down that freaking rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, don't, don't believe all that hype on. on you know, by, one thing that we had, if you go back to the final cast uh, episode that we had them on, uh, he he was telling us that like they had a control group they sent out. Like I can't remember how many batteries. And, you know, they were saying this many charges, this many hours, years, whatever. And they had got like three years past that group and no one had had a single issue with them. And even though the, the, the life of those batteries should have been on their downturn, 
they were still they brought they had them sent back in and tested and you know they were expecting to see like 20 or 30 percent loss and they had seen like you know i think it was like under 15 percent loss in that long of constant use they're great batteries i left one the other day i didn't realize that since august when i stopped fishing i left one plugged up in my kayak until yesterday i pulled it in here it charged up in like 30 minutes fired my graph right back up had no problems like no low battery warnings so great stuff because i'm rough on stuff but uh, I'm going to shout them out just because I never do it. I'm going to give a quick shout out before we hop out of here. Music City Outdoors, Nashville, Tennessee. You, you know, if you're on Crescent Kites, like that, the new, if you want a Crescent, call get that city. new Drew, because we don't sell them. So I can say, go get them at Music City. Hey, get you that new Drew Gregory Signature Series. Get on pre-sale. Go up there and give them $500. Say, I want I want the first Drew Gregory crack to come in this son of a bitch. So, You're going to yeah. be way down the list because so one, many folks have done it. But, uh, that, I mean, that list is long in our shop. Everybody that has heard about it has come in. Well, I, I want that. But, uh, yeah, if you want, you know, Crescent, Vibe, Voodoo, Hobie, uh, Old Town, uh, feel free. We, we, we carry them all. Uh, we're trying to get more of those brands in there. We, we want a little bit of everybody in the shop. You know, be, you know, Nashville's number one kayak dealer. Actually, we are. And, you know, everybody in the area, we have customers all the time come down from Missouri, Indiana, Ohio, everywhere to come come grab a boat. So uh, give those folks some love. Come in, uh, check out a boat if you want to. Or come see us at the uh, Tennessee Fishing and Boat Expo, February 3rd, 4th, and or 4th, 5th, and 6th. Uh, come hang out with me. I will be there. Uh, if you go by the shop and I'm not there, tell them Jimmy sent you. And I'll hook you up. There you go. Uh, well, we appreciate everybody coming in. Uh, this week staying with us just hanging out talking with dano again and we will see everybody next week we'll have a a little bit of a probably a short show we're going to record early because i leave to go to florida on tuesday but we'll have a show next week for sure but we'll see you then peace thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle and fin don't forget to go check out our website at paddle the letter n and fin.com don't forget to check out the youtube channel at paddle and fin if you got a question comment want to hear from a future guest on a future episode feel free to email us at paddle the letter n and fin at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on social media at paddle and fin on facebook and instagram shout out to our show supporters angler the angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water shout out to rocktown adventures located in northern illinois for all your kayaking camping and hiking needs shout out to jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out